Vayedaber, Chula Darbel, Kol Adas Benesrol, Chula Kadoshim Tiuki Kodish Oni, and Hashem spoke to Moshe and said to speak to the entire congregation of Benesrol and say to them, Be holy, for I am holy. And we have to understand, as the Arachayim HaKadosh asks, how could we give a reason that the reason that we have to be holy is because God is holy? How could a person, a creation of God, emulate his creator? And even though we know that there's a mitzvah of halach, to go in God's ways, to emulate the creator, mahu rachum v'chanun, just like he's compassionate, we're supposed to be compassionate. Like it's brought from the Sifri and the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch, bring it lahalacha, that we were commanded to emulate God. But they themselves, when they phrase it, they say, is it possible for a person to be like God? And how much more so when it comes, when it comes to walking after God's ways, to be compassionate, etc. That's not the same as saying, be holy, like Hashem is holy, because the mile of Kedusha, the Indian of holiness, has a greater advantage in going in God's ways which is walking Achrei Havaya, which is going after God, meaning him imitating the way that he manifests, Mashenken Kedusha, holiness is emulating how he is in his essence. And indeed we find the Medrash says, you might think you could be as holy as God, meaning the Medrash is saying that don't think one could be as holy as God, which seemingly is the opposite of what the Pusik is saying. The opposite. The Pusik is saying, be holy because I am God, I'm holy. And the Medrash says, you might think you could be as holy as God, that God says His holiness is more. So the Medrash seems to be saying something different than what the Pusik is saying, whether we can be as holy as God, Ulahov and Kolzed, in order to understand the list, we have to preface where we left off in the previous Mimer that Atsilus is primarily called Adam because of the Kalim, not just because of the light of Atsilus, but the actual vessels of Atsilus. That's why it's called Adam because they're Adam Elion, they reflect the Most High. The vessels are, reflect Adam Kadmain because in Adam Kadmain, which is the primal will, in which absolutely everything was created at once, so Atsilus, the vessel of Atsilos are just Helam Giloya Helam is just revealing what's already there in Adam Kadmain and therefore the main reason we call Atsilus Adam is because of the Kalim, the vessels of Atsilos. And now that in the previous Mimer he showed that the name Adam on Atsilos, because again we're discussing Zera Adam, that's what this part of the Hemshech is talking about, those souls that are coming from this place of Adam of Atsilos. And so we said in the previous Mimer that primarily the Kalim, it's the vessels, which is the form of man, which we say the most Adam el that's why Atsilos is called Adam. So it continues in this Mimer, Al based on this, we could also understand that that, that we said in the Mimer HaChodesh, that Atsilos is called Kinyan, an acquiring, they're just like when you acquire something, you bring it from one possession to the other, but it's essentially the same thing. So in the Maimer, HaChodesh, he said that that is primarily Atzilus, because Atzilus is the light of Hashem just emanating outwards. But the truth is now we could understand that the real name, Kinyan, that it's essentially the same thing, like an acquisition that's changing possession from one Rishus to the other, but it's the same thing. It's really on the Kalim that one is able to say that it's an Indian of Kenyan, because Sof Kosov, the light in Atsilos is less than it is in worlds and levels before Atsilos. So one can't say on the lights of Atsilos that it's mamish like a Kenyan, that it's an acquisition going from one Rishus, from one 
domain to the other, but remaining the same thing. But the truth is that you could mainly say on Atzilus Kinyan, on Kalem Datzilus. Just like we said in the previous Mimer, Kalem Datzilus is primarily called Adam, so to Kalem Datzilus are primarily what's called Kinyan, because the Kalem of Atzilus are Mamish, the same as they are in Ak. In Adam Kadma, and they're the same Mahus as the Kalem of Ak. For the Kalem were already created in Ak. For if not, what would Ak be different than Ein Sof? Rather, Ak has all the Kalem that there are in Atzilus, but in Ak, they're all Beheskalalus, they're all Mamish Bashva. They're all united and completely equal to each other, and only in the world of Atzilus, when the light becomes less, are the Kalem that are already there in Ak able to be separate, each Kli, each different thing by itself. In Ak, because of the great light that's shining in Ak, one doesn't, so to speak, feel one can't tell a difference between the ten spheres. They're all like completely bashva, they're all completely one. Like, for instance, when you have a word, like, for instance, you have the word baruch. The word baruch has a meaning, has a light, and therefore you don't really feel the beis, the resh, the vav, and the chaf as separate entities. You just feel it as one word. So to an ak, all this kalim are there, but they're beheder, hamatzias, and pshitas. They're completely simple, and they don't have a real existence because of the great light that shines in ak. So the spheres are not felt just like when you have a word that has a meaning. The specific letters of that word are not felt. You don't feel the beis, resh, vav, and chaf when you say, Baruch. But when you take apart the different letters, then each letter is felt to be something separate, and so to an Atzilus, because of the fact that there's a lot less light in Atzilus than there is an Ak, then the Kalem are able to have a Matzius, they have some an existence, each one, Chachma, Bina, and all the different spheres have their own being. As long as the great light of Ak is shining from Chochmah the Ak, as long as that light is shining, one is not able to tell and tell apart the ten spheres, but in Atzilus, Mamish the same Kalim, which is why it's an Indian of Kinyan, like an acquisition that goes from one domain to another, in Atzilus, what exactly were the Kalim the Ak, now become a Bechina Metzias, which were hidden in Ak, but now in Atzilus, they're Nizgalu Mehelem, it's Gilu Yehelem, and the ten spheres in Aramatsias Nikarasumurgeshis, the ten spheres are felt to be in existence. Just like before we said, when you have the word Baruch, you don't feel the letters because of the light of the meaning of the word that overtakes the being able to feel the letters by themselves. But when you take apart the letters, when you no longer have the meaning and you just have the letters by themselves, Bez, Rej, Vav, and Chav, so Atzilos, so too, is the same Kalim that there are in Ak, just without the great revelation of light that there is an Ak, and therefore the ten spheres and Atzilos are able to be felt as, as existent spheres, as existent attributes of God. How is it shaykh to say that in Kalim, the Kalim of Atzilus are exactly the same Kalim as an Ak? We know the usual rule that to go from one type of entity to another, from a yesh to a yesh, there has to be an ayin be'emtza. To be able to go from one type of existence to another, there has to be some kind of stop, some kind of decomposing of the previous existence. Just like when a person plants a seed in the ground, it can't grow until the seed decomposes completely from its metzias, completely, and becomes ayin, nothingness, then there could be growth. So to in ruchnius, there is not possible to go from one state of being to another without there being iron. 
So how is it possible that the Kalim of Ak Mamish become the Kalim of Atzilus in a way of Kinyan, Gileahelem? How could one type of Metzius become, one type of existence, become another type of existence without some kind of break in between? And this question the Rebbe is really going to answer in the next Mimer, in the Mimer Sfartim Lachem. That's where he's going to really get to the answer of how is it possible that Kalem Datsilus come from Kalem of Ak without, so to speak, a break in between, and he'll explain what the break is. But now, in order to explain that, and what, the way what the Rebbe is going to do now, he's going to set up to show that Atsilus and Ak are both called Havaya, and the rest of this mimer is going to show how both Atsilus and Ak are both called Shem Havaya, the two levels of Shem Yudke Vavke, and to, to thereby show how they're essentially the same Nakuda, the Kalem of Atsilus and Kalem of Ak are both Havaya, just two different levels of Shem Havaya. And then in the next mimer is going to show what... What allows the transition of the Havai from Ak to the Havai of Atzilus? So that's what he's going to explain now. We know the Torah says that when God called out the 13 attributes of mercy, he said Havaya Havaya twice, meaning that there are two levels of Shem Havaya. Havaya de la Satan, Havaya de la Eila, the lower level Havaya and the higher level Havaya. And Vayikra Havaya Havaya means that he called out and he drawed down Havaya de la Sata from the Havaya de la Eila. He revealed the lower level Havaya from the higher level Havaya. So let's first understand what's the lower level Havaya which is connected to Atzilus. And then we'll get to the higher level Havaya which is connected to Ak. Havaya de la Sata is Hav- the lower level Havaya is the shame Havaya's God's infinite light which is already coming in a revealed way to vitalize worlds and creations something from nothing meaning the lower level havaya is what we call havaya lushan mahave when we say that havaya has the same connotation the root word havaya has the root verb to create that's this lower level havaya when god's infinite light already becomes a source to create worlds in order that there should be yeshma'ai in creation of worlds from something from nothing, that's through the four letters, the through Oisius of Shem Havaya. So in other words, he's going to show now how Havaya brings about the light that brings about worlds. That's the lower level Havaya Vaya de la Sata. And he's going to explain it by showing the Yud, the He, and the Vav, and the He, how each of these letters are necessary to bring about that light. And then he's going to show that that same systematic functioning of the four letters of Havaya are also happening on the lower worlds and also in Ak. And so we'll see how the Havaya of Atsilus and the Havaya of Ak parallel each other. But first he asks a question that seemingly, how could we say that Havaya is what creates? We know that creation is through Shem Kim. The name of concealment, like it says, Bresh is barley kim. Shame Kim is what brings about that there should be a world the way that we know it is now. But that's true that Shame Kim is actually the Muggin and the Nartic. It's the actual sheath, the shield that's bringing about the Tzimtzum to make the world appear as if it exists by itself. But for there to be a light 
that is bringing the world about, that's from Havaya. Havaya is Lashon Mahava. Havaya is what creates. Elikim is what conceals. What conceals that we don't feel that it's just Hashem's light. But it's Havaya that's creating, and therefore there has to be the Tzimtzum of the earth through the four letters of Havaya. The, through the Dalad Oisius Yudke Vavke, there actually has to be the process of how the light goes to Yudke Vavke in order for there to be creation Yeshma'ayin, and then the actual Asavas Bepo the actual creation through the actual letters and vessels, etc. But to bring about a light that will actually bring about worlds, there has to be this whole process of Yudke Vovke, as we're going to learn about the four letters of Yudke Vovke. The reason is because we know there are two types of flow, there are two types of giving over something. One type of flow, one type of shefa, one type of giving over something is yesh liyesh. When you want to give over one thing from a receipt from a giver to a receiver, but they're be'erich zelazeh, they have a relation to each other, like in Gashmias, when a wealthy person gives to a poor person money, tzdaka. Or when it comes to a teacher teaching something that the students is on the level. So then the gufa hashpa, as it is by the mashpia, has to come to the receiver. In other words, the rich person's money and the smarter person's intellect have to come to the receiver. But there's a second type of shefa, there's a second type of influence which is completely radically different. When the receiver is on a radically different level, completely incomparable level to the one to the giver, and therefore, when the giver wants to give over to the Makabel, there has to be a Shine Mahus, there has to be complete change of what he's giving over, Ma'ain Liyesh, because there's no comparison, and therefore the giver, the Mashpi, has to be Mitzamtzim, has to completely conceal his essential light in order that there should be a light that's according to the vessels of the receiver. And so it is when God brought about the light that brings about worlds, since God, the godly light, is completely infinite, and there's no comparison to the finite beings of reality. Therefore, when there had to be the creation of Nivraim, of finite created beings from the Bayre, from the Creator who's infinite, that could not be it, like we said in the first Shefa, that the Atzma Samashpia Bederch Ilava'olul, that the essence of Hashem's light should give it, be given over in a order way, but rather the only way that God's light could enter reality is if it goes through a tzimtzum, a total contraction and concealment and of the giver's light, of God's light, and then there could be the light formed into a way that it could bring about created worlds, but if not, if it wasn't for this tzimtzum, there couldn't be finite worlds, everything would just be God's infinite revelation. And that's the union of the four oisius of Shem Havaya, the four letters of Yudke Vovke. Havaya, the word Havaya, the verb Havaya means to create. It means to create constant creation. But now he's going to explain each of these letters. The Yud of Havaya is like an akuda, is like a point without without any extension and breadth or width, the Yud is just an Akud, is just the essential point of Or Ha'atzmus, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to conceal all his or, or all his essential Atzmizdika light until there's only one point, one Akud, one Yud, and that one Yud becomes the source of, the, of all the worlds. Like, by example, when a teacher is completely incomparable to the Talmud, Rav and Talmud, when the teacher is in an incomparably higher level, he has to find, he has to completely conceal everything he knows and find the one point that he's going to be able to give over to the student. That's the union of the Yud. 
and everything he's going to give over to the student is essentially included in this nekud, in this point of the yud. Everything that's later going to be with a width and a breadth, oirach and roichav, there's going to be explanation. It's all essentially contained in that yud. Then comes the hay after the yud, which is his spashtus oirach v'roichav, which is when the yud then gets spread out in length and breadth, meaning that the rav within his own mind then has to think about how he's going to explain this yud, this point, to the receiver. The rav, the mashpia in his own mind, has to bring about from the yud a hey. He has to think about how he's going to be able to explain this idea in a way that's going to be comprehensible with all the different details involved in it. The teacher has to estimate in his own mind and draw a picture in his own mind what he's going to be able to give over to the student. Then comes the vav, which is a line from above to below, a small short line from above to below, which is the actual flow of the shefa of the hay. After the Rav in his own mind decided how he's going to give it over to the student, but it's still with his, in his own mind, so the Vav is the actual Hamshach and Gilui, which is the Hashpa, the actual giving over in a way of straightness. First, the Rav gives over the idea in its general state, which is why the top of the Vav has a Yud, the Vav begins with a Yud on top and then extends like a straight line because first the Rav has to give over the essential idea, but without too much explanation, like the way the Mishnah is Bekitzer, that it has all the details but only very much Bekitzer, that's how the Rav gives over the Yud. Until finally, the last hay is the shetach of the makabal, is the actual area of the receiver, how the Rav makes sure that the information actually goes into the vessels of the receiver according to his chushim, according to the way that his mind works. The final hay is that the Rav makes sure that the actual information gets completely into the vessels of the receiver. The hanimshul, mikolza yuvanamayla, the nimshul, the way that this is all reflects, it is all a, a parable for how it is by Hashem, that that's why Hashem's name is Havaya. Because Havaya is that he's creating Mahave, finite things from infinite things where there's no comparison to what he's creating from his infinite light. Therefore, there has to, has to go through the tzimtzum of these four oisius of Havaya to be able to bring about reality. First is the Yud, which is that there's tzimtzum or ha'atzmas betchila, Hashem completely conceals all of his infinite light until all that's left is an akud, a point like a yud, and that's the chachm of Mysabracious. That's the yud of Shemavai, is the chachm of Mysabracious. It's all the godly light that's going to be used to be able to bring about creation. Hashem concealed his infinite light and brought about just a yud, just one point that includes within it all the light and vitality that's shayach to oilamis that's going to bring about all worlds. That's the mimer kloli of Bereshis, the essential yud, which is after Hashem conceals his light, brings about the general yud, the chachma, which has in potential absolutely everything that's going to exist. It's just that at that level of the Yud, it's still everything existing as one point. And that's the Yud of Shem Havaya, like it's explained in grammatically, that the Yud, the verb of creation is Lahavot, is the Hei Vav Hei. And the Yud at the beginning of Shem Havaya is a, a verb that means that it's always happening, that it's always creation. Yud Ke Vav Ke, the Yud means that like Kacha Yeose Iuv. This is what Eev would do all the days. So the Yud of Shem Havaya is, means the constant process, the continuous process of creation, of emanation, of everything that's contained in the Yud. 
Because the Yud of Shem Havaya contains in it everything that's ever going to be, only its everything is still completely contained and hidden as a Yud, and because it's still so general and there's so much light in this Yud, this constant Yud that is the source of all reality, the Yud is not together Gilui Le'olamis, it still can't be revealed to worlds, there can't be from a creation of worlds because the Yud still contains too much power, therefore there has to be there, then there has Spashtus, the spreading out of the first Hay of Hashem's name, <clears throat> which is as the Yud then brings and reveals all the details, like Bina reveals all, reveals all the details there in Chochmah, then these details already make it Moshach Ta'olamis. But the Yud and the Hay are still all within Kiviochal Hashem's mind. Chochmen Bina are still within Hashem's mind. Even the first Hay is as Hashem is trying to make a Shetach of the Makabam to have a picture of what the receivers are going to need, the details of what they're going to need, but it's all still happening within Hashem's mind. It's still Nister Venelam. That's why Chochmen Bina are still are called Anistars L'Shem Alekeinu V'Haniglois L'Anlovaneinu the revealed letters of Hashem's name that have the revealed aspects of God's light that's going to be lunul of that's going to be relevant to actually bring about worlds is the vav hey of Hashem's name, which parenthetically is why there are seven days of creation and not ten, only from the vav hey. The vav hey are the niglois, meaning that after the hey already brings the details, then in a revealed way, the light becomes more concealed and comes down and descends in the way of a vav, which is their anpin, the six midas, which is the meaning of Eila and Gilui, that there should be a revelation for worlds, or Marat Eilam Chesedi Bana, the six emotions, that there should then be worlds, the possibility of the six different emotive attributes. But this Gilu, even though it's already the Vav, which is a Hamshacha, it's still too general to be able to actually enclose itself in the parameters of the world itself. There can't be an actual creation, Yesh Ma'ayin. Therefore, you need the last hey of Hashem's name, Malchus, which is Koyachapel Benifal. Like we said in the parable, that <clears throat> the last hey is in the process of a Rav and Talmud, is when the Rav actually enters the Shetach of the Makabal. The Rav actually enters the mind of the receiver to totally understand and make sure that the receiver fully receives the information. So too is the last day of Hashem's name, Koyachapel Benifal Mamish, to create Yesh Gomer, total Yesh from Hashem's light. That's the last day of Hashem's name. And because this mechanism of the four Oisis Havaya, which correspond to the Esosphere Statsilos of Chochmah Bina, Zeranpin, and Malchus, so too, <clears throat> the rest of the four worlds, the rest of the three worlds and Atzilas are also going to be correspond to the four oasis of Shem Havaya because the Yud is the world of Atzilas, Biyud Nevo Elam Haba Ganeidna Elyon. Ganeidna Elyon is where shines the light of Atzilas. So Yud corresponds to the world of Atzilas where there's still Mamish, the Mohosa Lukus, the actual re- essence of Hashem, but in a way of a Yud, that's Atzilas, that the. the, the amount that of God's light that's going to be relevant to worlds is in the world of Atzilus. The first hey is the world of Bria, where there, there's already angels that are being told that they can't see God's essence, that even though see the COVID, but they can't see the Mahus. So the world of Bria, there's already a possibility of Metzius, possibility of another existence to God that's contemplating God. 
But it's still within Hashem. That's why Elam Abri is not Mamashiyesh. It's still an Indian of Gilei Lukus. Like we said that the Yud and the He are still within Hashem. So to Elam Abri is not a true revelation. Rather, if Shoros it's within Hashem, the possibility for there to be a perception of self. That's the Indian of the first Teh of Hashem's name. Then is the Vav, the revelation to the world of Yetzirah, which is already revealed light. That's re- re- receiving Hashem's light in a more distinctive way until finally the light is nistamtsem, is contracted to be actually become the last day of Hashem's name. That's gilu yelam akablam, that all oilamis, all worlds are able to become a metzias yesh from the world of Yitzirah, because the world of Yitzirah is not mamashi yesh. Iker yesh is an oilam the last day of Hashem's name. Malchus datzilus, the oifan, the oifanim, the wheels, where Hashem's light actually goes through the tzimtzum to become that the light becomes contracted and even caught within the receivers in the world that godly light actually brings about the receivers in the worlds that there should be Bechines Yesh de Nevroim, which is the Koyach the divine force that actually is creating something from nothing. So we see that Toshem Havaya comes Begili Be'elam is Biyah to create them Ein Liesh, meaning that even the world's Biyah partake of this mechanism of the Yudke Vavke. In other words, Yudke Vavke is Hashem's most essential name. What the Rebbe Shab is essentially saying here is that Yudke Vavke is God's most essential name at all levels as He manifests. But then there are lower levels of Yudke Vavke as Yudke Vavke is Shem de la Sata, that's the Shem of Atzilus. And then the Yudke Vavke also becomes the Four Worlds. Which is why all Hatzeo Atam Shahakol Yechelum Lahalalu Shebech Lashem Havaya. This is the reason why all creation, all creatures in creation, all people, all animals are able to praise Havaya. Even angels and even lowlier creatures on, on heaven and earth. Yahalu Shem Havaya. Seemingly, how is that possible that all creation could praise Shem Havaya? Seemingly, Shem Havaya is only Shaykh to Neshamis, to Torah Mitzvahs, Torah Savaya, Mitzvah Savaya. But the answer is that's the two different, the, le- the two diff- difference between the two levels of Havaya, Havaya. That's like what Hashem said to Moshe, Ve'er el Avram bekel shindal yerushmi avayi that at the burning bush Hashem said that he never revealed to Shem Havaya to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov even though seemingly we see a few times Shem Havaya is used by Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov so why did Hashem at the burning bush say to Moshe that I did not reveal my Shem Havaya and the answer is because the Shem Havaya that was revealed to the Ovis is Shem Havaya de la Sata Shem Havaya de la Ela that is only, could only be connected to through Torah Mitzvah as we're going to learn but Shem Havaya de la Sata is the light of God that actually comes to bring about worlds, something from nothing. And even though, as we said, the actual vitality that becomes enclosed in the world in an enclosed way is Shem Kim is actually already known as Shem Kim because that's what makes it that it could become the multiplicity and the Mamali Kulamen. But still, the Icarus Savas, the creation of everything, every moment is from Shem Havaya, Havaya Loshan Mahave. And even though obviously the Shem Havai is so distant from the Nivroim of Biyah, from the created creations of Biyah, but since Shem Havai is also what's facilitating the creations of Biyah, that's why all created things are able to be Mahalel, Mshambech, Shem Havai, Shayach Shanivroim de Biyah, Yahalalu Yishabchu, because all created beings partake of the Shem Havai de la Satan. Now the last paragraph of the Maimah the Rebbe Shab says... 
parallel, how to show how Atzilus is parallel to Ak. We learned in the previous Mimer of Adam Kiyir that before there's Hesavus Bepoil, before there's an actual creation of worlds, all the worlds ascended within the will of God. Within God's will, within God's thought. There was Nisaira, all the worlds, and all worlds exist at that place called Machshava, Kaduma Da'ak, the most primordial thought of Ak, where God, of Adam Kadmoin, where God has a will for all worlds to exist and all worlds come into being as, as at that level of his will, which is what the Zohar refers to when it says, Katzolik Biru'usalim Ivri Alma, when it arose in his will to create a world. That's the Inyan of Adam Kadmoin, as Eitz Chaim explains. So, we understand that there's a shame Havaya also in the Ratzina Machshava Kaduma Da'ak because every level is a shame Havaya is another way Havaya is manifesting so there's a shame Havaya also in Machshava Kaduma Da'ak but this Shem Havai is not an Indian of Mokr Lesavus, of a source for creation, like the lower level Havai, like Havai de Lasata, which is Havai Loshan Mahave, rather the higher Havai, Havai de Laela, which is the Havai in Ak, is that it arose in his will that there, be, should, there should be a creation of Havai de Lasata. In other words, Havai de Laela is the will for Havai de Lasata, which is the essential bond of the two Shem Havais and what we're learning that the Kalim of Atzilus come from Kalim Da'ak. And we learned in the previous Mimer that the Machshava Kaduma Da'ak, that the general will of Ak is after Tzimtzum, as we learned in the previous Mimer that there is a level of Ratzon Kloli, of the Ratzon Muchlet, of the decided will within God's essence. But Ak is already after Tzimtzum when there's a Ratzon Kloli, a general will for all worlds, and all worlds exist as a Klal. In the Machshava Kaduma Da'ak, the Or Harisha, and that's when Machshava Kaduma Da'ak is. And so therefore that corresponds to the Yud, of this Shem Havaya, the fact that Ak has in it all the light that's going to become all the worlds is the union of the Yud, of the Shem Havaya in Ak, which is known as Chochma Kaduma de Ak, which is the source of Chochma Da'atzilus of Maise Bracious, the Nekudi Yud of the Keser. And this Nekud of the Yud of Ak contains within it everything that's going to be revealed in Klolis Heshtalshalis, from the highest levels to the lowest levels. Everything is included in this Nekud of Chochma, Behelem, Bechlolis, in this Yud of the Havai of Ak. The Hay is when it becomes then extended in length and breadth and width, when they become details of the Nekud of Chochma, they become the different details of the Indian of Bina de Ak, and then the Vav Hay are the Hamshacha, and Espashtus within Ak itself. There's also a Vav and a Hey Amshach and Espashtus. Until finally, the last Hey of Ak, the Hey Achrein of Ak, becomes revealed to the worlds, which is what Malchus de Ak becomes the Keser and Atik of Atzilus. The Malchus of Ak, which is the last Hey of Hashem's name of the Havai of Ak, becomes the Keser of Atzilus. So we see that there's a Shem Havai in Ak as well which correspond to the Esospheres Hagnuzois, the ten hidden spheres that are hidden within Ak, as Eitz Chaim explains. And Havaya, that's contained within within Ak, also contains the four worlds of Atzilus, Briyatsia, Asiya, as they are general in Ak, and as they'll later be specified in the worlds of Atzilus, Briyatsia, and Asiya, but everything is as they are in Ak meaning everything that will be and all the details of reality that are eventually going to be nifratim, to become pratim, to become detailed, all exist in a very general way in the level of ak.
And based on this, we could understand why it says Kedoshim Tiuki Kadosh Oni, which is a reason that you could be holy because I'm, I am holy. Because since Atzilus, we're talking to Neshamas Atzilus, those that are Shach to the world of Atzilus, is a Dama Le'elian Tabichinas Ak, as we're learning that the four Oasis of Atzilus and the way that the light is being brought down through the system of the four Oasis is the same thing is happening in Havai and Ak. So Kedoshim Tiu, you could be holy with Kedusha Savai and because I, God, am holy, because the Havai de la meaning because there's a direct parallel of the Havai de Atzilus to the Havai of Ak, and you could say Adam the Elyon. So one could say that the one could attain the Kedusha of Atzilus, because I, Havai, and Ak have that same holiness in the same type of way, because as we're learning, Atzilus and Ak parallel each other. So the Pasuk is saying that you should be holy like God because Atzilus could have the same type of uh, revelation like there is an Ak, and yet Chazal say, you can never be as holy as God because Ak is higher than Atzilus, obviously, and it's only a Darmel Elyon to Ak, but all these levels are only a Darmel Elyon that only are like Ak, but when it comes to the simple will of God of Tahiri law, before Tzimtzum is definitely Kedushasilam we have to know that God's holiness is beyond any holiness that we could achieve, meaning right now in the, the way the world is now, and he's talking about here, the Rebbe Shab is talking about Sadiqim, that Sadiqim could only reach a level of Kedushas Atzilos. They can't reach a level above Atzilos, and that's what Chazal mean, Yochel Kamayni, you might think you could even attain the level of Ak, and how much more so or in Sof that's above Ak, Talmud Loimer, Ki Kedush Oni, my holiness is going to greater than yours, which is the end of the Mimer, but just to give a sneak preview, what he's going to say towards the end of the Hemshech, which is what Chassidus teaches, is that Yochel Khomeini, that there's a way of actually attaining the Kedusha of Hashem as he is in his deepest Atzmus, which is going to be through Kabbalah, Samach, and Tshuva, and levels that even simple Jews could attain. May we all attain it very soon with the coming of Mashiach.